0: back to another all outlets podcast with jeff and brady and the 2021 nfl draft is officially in the books yes back to hanging around waiting for nothing else going on
1: <laughs> yeah now we just got the offseason.
0: what a crazy weekend it was though um we're gonna talk you know some grades and things like that here in a little bit brady's bringing back the facts we got the facts we got the facts. We have
1: some facts. How many facts? Five. Five facts. Sorry for the last probably like five episodes, I think. I actually haven't, or probably more hey. than that, that I haven't done facts. We had a lot to talk about. Draft was going on. Aaron Rodgers wants out. Yeah. It's crazy. But That's it is what nice. it is. Yeah.
0: We are here, and we are ready to go. Right? hmm So, I'm going to turn down your, your main a little bit, so just speak louder. Try to cut out some of that background noise for the folks listening here.
1: All right.
0: Um, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's hit it up with some facts. All right. And then let's get into uh, the 2021 draft and let's cover what our thoughts are, who we think had some good grades. And mm-hmm. let's we'll talk about some teams that we think may be on a different projection for next year. Once we jump into what we think records will be in the next cu- couple of coming episodes. So let's get into a little did you know.
1: All right. So, did you know that the Jets were originally going to be called the New York Titans? The New York Titans? Yeah. That would have been terrible.
0: Can you imagine yeah. them trying to chant, T-I-T-A-N-S, we are terrible. Jets, <laughs> yep. Jets, Jets. You know, I was at a Jets game once.
1: Most hostile game you ever went to.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. When when they played Atlanta, and Atlanta won, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, that's got to be one of the most annoying things to ever hear in person. <laughs> and this is K-E-T-S, this is
1: no Jets, no Jets. hate.
0: Seriously, no hate to Jets fans or anybody else. Like it is just. I mean, it's when you're in the home stadium and you're a Jets fan. I'm sure it's great. Like I was a visiting person, so you just hear it and you're like, "Wow, this is obnoxious." Yeah. Um. You know, of course, let's. Well, I don't want to talk about it too much, but it was a great game, right? It was a snow game. Uh, Brent Grimes was probably like. You know he was he was our big corner back then, and uh, you know the biggest biggest MVP of that game for Atlanta was Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Multiple interceptions. That's funny. Uh, it's pretty sweet though. Yeah, it's good time. Okay. All right, next fact. Sorry, didn't want to didn't want to take over your facts here.
1: I know you got your own segment. It's the Jets. Number two. <laughs> did you know that the Eagles had the first ever pick? Whenever the draft was created, did you know the Eagles had the first ever pick? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty
0: cool. Interesting. Yeah. Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah. They had a good draft. They did. They did really well this year.
1: Yeah. Cool. In the first, did you know, in the first 69 drafts, 15 Hall of Famers were selected at number one. Well, that's interesting. I have no idea who those were.
0: That's all right. I mean, there's a lot of, uh,
1: what me you say it was, 15 out of how many? Uh, out of 69 drafts. Pretty good. I like so it. I pick, I pick one as well, not just like throughout the draft, just pick one. Yeah, well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, you never know what you're getting most day, most years, you know. Yeah. So, uh, did you know that six number one overall overall QBs um, led their team to the Super Bowl title? Nice. Think Trevor Lawrence is going to do it? <laughs> no. Mm. Mahomes did it.
0: Mahomes did do it. He wasn't number one pick. Oh, wasn't
1: he? Hmm. Uh, Alex Smith might have been playing at that time, too. He was. He was their starter. Yeah. And then finally, did you know that the Jets in the year 2000 are the only team to have four first-round picks in the same draft? For real? Yep.
0: Let me see something here. Let me look it up while you're talking about it, because that's interesting. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, I'm just curious who they drafted. Yeah. Let's see here. In the year 2000. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm okay, getting there. Hopefully, sure. this, hopefully this hopefully the speaker doesn't blow out here. Uh, Bill Parcells was director of football operations. Sean Ellis, defensive end. I remember him. Played 12 years. Okay. All right. That was a good pick. Good pick. John Abraham. Of course it was Abe. Oh, uh, Abraham. Uh, one of the best. He played for Atlanta when I was at that Jets game. It was awesome. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Chad Pennington. All right, QB, mm-hmm. long-time QB. Mm-hmm. Anthony Beck, tight end. Those are good players. Sadly, they, they all went to the Jets. They used to the draft well
1: back in the day. <laughs> hey, Cleveland, you know what that's like? <laughs> no. Nowadays, they do. Nowadays. They haven't until the last couple of years. I hate, Cla- <laughs> I hate Cleveland, too.
0: <laughs> well, let's not get into that. Do you have any more, or is that five already? That's five already. My goodness. They just
1: fly, don't they? Next episode, we'll do 10. I doubt it. But let's talk... The draft. Or do you want to talk about the Aaron Rodgers stuff first? I really don't want to talk about that, crybaby. Yeah.
0: Um I don't mean to sound so harsh. I really don't. I,
1: I you know Anyway, let's talk about it. All right. Uh So just draft before, night, right? Yeah, just before the draft started, news came out that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay because apparently, like, he wasn't offered a contract that he liked. And, just, and they're not drafting players for him. Yeah, and no, also now he, like, he wants to...
0: GM fired as well. So I think we talked about it a little bit on Friday and we did our day one review of the draft. But so I guess the news is now that he wants Brian Gudekunst, the GM fired.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And again, this year they did not take a wide receiver in the first round. They took one in the third round. Yeah. Um, And he's just, I don't know. He's just all over the place. I, I, you know, I get it from the, from the perspective of he's an MVP quarterback. He's a future hall of fame quarterback and you, and you refuse to get him legitimate weapons outside of Devonte Adams, which you've had for years now. Yeah. So I get his complaint. Like, Hey, if you get Devante and you take another stud wide receiver, look at what we could potentially do if you give him some good people, because look what he's done now with Adams and nobody else really. Yeah. Just a bunch of other guys that are taken in later rounds or just whatever. So I completely get that. But on the flip side Dude, you've just gone to like back to
1: back NFC Championship games. Yeah, he also has to realize. I mean, you, to you need to chill out. <laughs> like he also has to realize as well that like he's he's getting older and he's not going to probably play for like another f- like five years, like maybe. But I like, think he would honestly because he's he's, not- he's
0: relatively healthy. I mean he's he's never really gone out out. I mean with the exception of that collarbone issue, yeah. uh, broken collarbone a couple years ago. I I get that and and QBs you know, are playing a lot you know, to an
1: older age these days and he does take very good care of himself. He also has to realize though that he's not like Patrick Mahomes and he's not gonna get like half a billion dollars. So he just it's if he gets a good, reasonable contract, he needs to sign it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more with and stop pulling on Michael Thomas. I think it's
0: I think it's less with the contract on I mean that's a piece of it. But I think his bigger gripe is that they're just—they're not getting him weapons. Like they just expect him to do everything on that field with very limited resources. But when you look at it, like he's the QB that makes Robert Tunyon an, a, a, a Pro Bowl tight end, which nobody ever heard that name before yeah. last year. Um. They, of course, had to give Aaron Jones a massive deal to keep him, and he deserved every penny of it. Oh, definitely. Um, Their defense has always been trouble. So if you give him a good defense, he doesn't have to put up 30, 40 points a game. Yeah, It's just the fact that he, he wants weapons and he wants a say in the future of the franchise because he still feels like he has many years left. And they're trying to play it safe, thinking, well, if you don't, or you want to go host Jeopardy instead of playing football. We need to have, you know, another option here. Yeah. It's just he's, he's gotten to the point of, I mean, more than diva status, which, you know, some will say that's fine. It's deserved, you know, that he can do that. But he also doesn't own the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. No player owns their team. The owner does. Yeah. So unless you want to go buy a team and then you can have complete control and say over who gets signed or what happens and who gets drafted, knock it off.
1: (laughs) Yes. of hearing about it.
0: I don't know if he'll get moved or not. It'll be interesting. I think it would take a very large number of things. I know head coach Matt LaFleur, not very happy. He wants the MVP there because he makes his job easier. It said um, there was
1: going to be like, uh, like the Broncos was. Broncos like,
0: were a big, big. I mean, on draft day, it was. Yeah. They were a big, uh, big talked about team of potentially making a move for him, and and they still are because, of course, they didn't take the QB in the draft. Like now, they nowadays, they
1: were nowadays, like the Raiders is like also another team. Yeah, I don't think they have enough to do it. Well, also, I think they shouldn't trade for him because they have a f- perfectly fine QB in Derek Gar. I agree.
0: I agree. When you look at the Broncos, I mean, they did something very similar with Peyton Manning, right? They brought Manning in when he was at the end of his career. They got a Super Bowl, and they were fine. But ever since Manning left, they've been a nightmare. So
1: you you got to weigh
0: the pros and the cons. But either way, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I I saw this funny meme, you know, of uh, had a picture of him with long hair, and they called him Karen Rodgers. That's awesome. All the Karen things going on these days. And funny, that man. made me laugh. It was pretty hilarious yeah. because that's honestly pretty much what it's come down to.
1: Damn. Let's get into
0: the draft talk. Let's be done with that because we talked on Friday morning about day one and how awesome Damn. it was. Cop for Kyle Pitts. Oh, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Uh, number eight, by the way, Kyle Pitts. Jersey is ordered. Um, come here in about four weeks. Yep. Uh, it's it funny the, because we talked about Leatherwood being drafted 17th to the Raiders. And on Saturday, I read this article about... Um, mayock oh, mayock knew he was gonna get slack for he's him. like he i care. yeah i knew but don't, it doesn't matter he's yeah. gonna be a, a multi-year starter you know 10-year player for the for the raiders and that's just is what it is
1: you see that the vikings actually wanted justin fields did they really yeah they said they said they were gonna go after justin fields but then whenever the bears traded up to pick 10 to take him, they're like oh well interesting but yeah, I saw the Vikings said they were going to take Justin Fields.
0: Yeah, and I I, I saw an interview this morning. Uh, Ron Rivera was on Good Morning Football uh, mm. at the breakfast table there and said they had some extremely serious conversations about moving up for a QB. Oh. But I'm assuming when Trey Lance was gone at three, that probably backed them off. Yeah. Because I don't. They weren't. That's not really a Mac Jones kind of team or or whatever. And Justin Fields. No. I just that doesn't fit fit what Rivera really does. I mean, he had cam of course, and they went to a super bowl, but that's not really what that team is built around. It's not built around that type of, you know, smaller QB.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, but let's get in, let's get into some of these, some of these teams. And I guess let's just talk about some of the big picks
1: that they had. Um, I want to talk about my chiefs picks.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute, but the, the, and of course, all these different networks, right? They put out their grades, their, their draft grades, and things like that. Yeah, you were very happy to see. I them. was super excited and confused at the same time. That Atlanta was the only team to get rated an A. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I was following, uh, well, kind of, I wasn't home, yeah. <laughs> but uh, half and half hearing you were texting me, uh, yeah. letting me know what was going on. But yeah. Uh, there were uh, uh, so many, like second round, especially even third, there were so many players that I really wanted for Atlanta and they were still on the
1: board. And well, it's also like they, like there were a few of them there that were like in the second and like even third round that, that we had them going in the first with our mocks.
0: Oh, it was crazy. But uh, Atlanta specifically, like they were still on the board and they took somebody else. And I'm thinking I'm like, how in the world would yeah. you take that player over this player or whatever, right? Like Atlanta had the 35th pick. We traded back with Denver. Denver came up, took Javante Williams. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Trevon Morrig was there. We didn't take him. Sante Samuel was raiders. still around. We didn't take him either. And it's like, what are you doing? Um, but, you know, when you really look at it, You know, Atlanta did play it very, very smart. Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith, I think, did a great job. Their first draft uh, here with the Atlanta Falcons in this new regime. Yeah. They got a lot of guys that are extremely versatile, can play multiple roles. Um, They got a steal. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they... I guess let's let's talk about them. Then we'll talk about the Chiefs,
1: and then we'll jump into some of the other teams. So I'm currently just re- like looking at like all the Chiefs picks and just saying which ones I think are going to like go well in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean like Atlanta, of course, took my boy Kyle Pitts number four in the first round. Second round, we got safety at a UCF, Richie Grant, at the 40th pick. Massive ball hawk. I mean, it's just the ball. He's got like a magnet or something. Like it's just crazy and on how he he approaches football and. You know, Dean Pease being able to to take him as a safety and then move him around, um, yeah. similar to what Dan Quinn is doing in Dallas right now. Of course, he took my boy Key Kean Uh He actually he's actually switching him there in Dallas from a safety to a linebacker. Oh, is he? Yeah. So mm. they have a cajillion linebackers now. Um, the steal you were talking about was Michigan tackle Jalen Mayfield
1: in the third. Atlanta round. took him in the third round. I whenever I saw that, I'm like. How did he fall to the third?
0: And it, and they're actually taking him, and they announced him as a guard. Yeah. So left guard is a massive need for the Atlanta Falcons, and Jalen Mayfield is going to be that guy.
1: And that's where Carpenter was.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, but I think Mayfield's going to end up starting because he's, he's a beast. He's a monster. Yeah. Um, amazing blocking, especially getting to the second level to take out linebackers. Like Mike Davis is going to love him. Um, and then of course they took, um, they took two corners, Darren Hall with the fourth pick and, uh, Avery Williams, which is a, a returner, punt returner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they took him in this, in the seventh round. Uh, they took Arizona statewide receiver with their last pick, Frank Darby. Dude, I watched his intro video, yeah. uh, his first little interview after. I don't know how you can't root for this guy. You, you <laughs> haven't watched it yet, but seriously, I go on YouTube watches. He just smiles positive. Um, He's gonna be great on the sideline and, and and he's, he's a deep threat. Yeah. He's a deep threat. Like he's got some massive speed. He can, I mean, the way that he comes down with, if you watch some highlights of his, the way that he tracks the ball in the air is, is very similar to like Julio. Like he can look straight up over his head and just track it and watch it come right down into his hands. And the defenders like four yards to the left because he thinks that's where it's going to go. Dude's unbelievable. And that was with their last pick. They also took a, a center drew Dowman, out of Stanford yeah. also looks like a beast when he's blocking, um, took a defensive lineman, uh, a really good defensive end late in the draft from Notre Dame. It's just, it's super, it's, it's crazy. It was just, it was an amazing draft for Atlanta. Just, they, they attacked all the different positions that they needed. Um, while, while just getting really high value picks. Um, so that, I mean, those guys did a great job, uh, that entire team, just getting them ready. um, Damn. Let's jump over to the Chefs and talk about, because uh, they, of course, right, they didn't have a first rounder. Nope. So they had a second rounder. And okay. I think with their, with their second and third pick, they
1: okay. nailed it. Their second pick was an absolute steal.
0: Yeah, it was, it was really crazy. But their, their first pick was linebacker from Mizzou or Missouri, Nick Bolton. With the fifty yeah. eighth pick and linebacker, you know, you and I talked about this is a massive need for them, right? The second level, their their first Absolutely. level, right, with Jones and those guys, Studley, uh, their their third level, the last level, their corners and safeties, very very good, but that mid level was, was definitely missing something. Yeah. Um. Nick Bolton is going to do that sideline to sideline kind of craziness yeah. that you want on in, in the middle of your field. Well, I I was kind of hoping that they would put him like on the outside, and they might. Because but that's it, the thing is when he's he is the perfect option to be able to track that ball and see where that runner is going and attack. That's yeah. his game. Yeah. Um he's very good at slipping tackles, dipping below blocks, getting through to people. I'm sure they'll have him blitzing plenty, spags in that defense. Yeah. Um but yeah, then their second pick, the sixty third pick of the draft, they in the grabbed second round. They grabbed Creed Humphrey. The Swiss Army knife of the offensive line. Because I think he can play across the entire line. I think he's going to be their center. Yeah, he, sh- he should be. But that's the thing. If they need him to fill in at guard, he can do it. Yeah. If they need him to fill in at tackle, he can do it. Yep. Unbelievable picks right there. And um, then, Kansas City actually got graded an A-. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but they're also putting into account, like, we said that they didn't have a first-round pick, right? They they actually yeah. kind of did. They got Orlando Brown. Oh, they got yeah. a very young, studly offensive tackle to protect Mahomes. I'll say and they that's what they
1: got with that 31st pick. They didn't have a first-rounder, a third-rounder, and a seventh-rounder.
0: No, and mm-hmm. they did amazing. They got yeah. a defensive end from Florida State, yeah. um, which is great. Uh, they got a tight end from Duke, which I'm sure will just be special teams. Uh, a wide receiver out of Clemson, Cornell Powell. And then they got another guard from yeah. Tennessee. I mean, they, they saw what they actually needed. And yeah. they went and attacked it, and Brett Veach and the team did an amazing job.
1: Yeah. I'm, li- I'm really happy for, like, this uh, guy from the defensive end that we got in round four, Joshua Kando. Yep. I think that's how you say his name. Yep. I'm really excited to see how he turns out. Yeah. And also— I think he'll put, get put in the rotation pretty early. Yeah. I think, like, Noah Gray as well. Like, I think he could be our backup tight end. I'm sure. But I think Cornell Powell, I think, was just kind of for getting, like, re- getting rid of— uh, Sammy Watkins. Yep, and then just get Trey Smith. I think he's going to be a backup offensive yeah. lineman. Yep.
0: All right, let's talk about some of these teams here. Um, a lot of teams did, did really well. I mean this this draft just seemed like it was just overgrown with talent. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, they, let's let's start. I mean, the Cardinals did pretty well. Um, yeah. They did okay. They got a B plus. They got Zaven Collins. They took at 16. I think that was a little high for him, but it wasn't a much of a reach because it was a big need for them. Yeah. Um, and he was one of the best linebackers in this entire draft class. And then, of course, their second pick, they took Rondale Moore, uh, likely just because of Fitz probably retiring. Um, after yeah. that, I mean, they grabbed a couple corners. Uh, Tay Gowan at 223, which is ridiculous. I figured he'd go in like third, maybe fourth round. He went towards the end of the draft. Um, yeah, and, and that was really it. I mean, that was you know, there wasn't a ton going on there, yeah. Um, the Cardinals, the, though, they got a B, plus. yep. Ravens got an A. Um, they did really well, in my opinion. Uh, they took yeah. Rashad Bateman with 27, yep. they took an outside linebacker at 31. Oh, Dave away, yep. Um, at 94, they took massive guard from Georgia, Ben Cleveland which is really going to help JK Dobbins in that running game.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um cornerback, wide receiver, another cornerback. Oh. Sean Wade. Yeah, 160. 160.
0: Yeah. Not honestly surprised. He's overrated. Oh. then their their final pick was a tight end, which sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Then the Buffalo Bills got A minus.
0: This I think this was a great draft, by the way, it was because a great draft for the Bills. they had a massive issue with edge rushing, right?
1: And they, they grabbed two great two, ones. They
0: grabbed two of the best in Gregory Russo and Carlos Basham Jr. Yeah. That was their first two picks. Then they went offensive tackle for the next two. Then and they then took a wide receiver, safety, a corner, and a guard. Yeah. Unbelievable, uh, in my opinion, because the linebacking core, of course, they have is great. There's corners and safeties, some of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Adding those two edge rushers, and then you have Ed Oliver as well. Unbelievable. Carolina Panthers then got an A. This one drives me nuts because I didn't want them to do this well. <laughs> because yeah. last year, with their defensive, their all defensive draft was ridiculous. And then they come out at the number eight pick and take probably the best corner in the draft, JC Horn. Yeah. To pair him up with everything else they already have on defense, adding to Jeremy Chin back there at safety. Yep. Then they take star wide receiver from LSU, Terrace Marshall
1: Jr., 59. Then I get drafted by the Panthers. What? I got drafted
0: by the Panthers. Yes, you did. Um, I actually I wanted this guy, and I put him in all my mocks going to Atlanta. I was hoping you would, but uh, BYU tackle Brady Christensen. I this dude is an absolute stud. And Um, the only reason he didn't go higher is because of the
1: school. Oh, BYU. Yeah. Oh. And then they must have been listening because I. Vaguely, or I really told them to address the tight end situation.
0: They did, and they took Tony Trumbull from Notre Dame, and he is the best blocking tight end in the entire
1: draft. And then that is his big strength. Christian is going to love it. And they took my boy, Chubb Hubbard. Chubb Hubbard. And then the next guy with the craziest name in the draft. Hey, they listened again. Davion Nixon.
0: No, you said they needed a backup running back. Oh, yeah. They took Chubba Hubbard. Yes. <laughs> Man. Uh, it was funny. I, I was watching this thing, and they Matt Rule, uh, apparently his wife, told him, you need to take Chubba Hubbard. Mm. So he called Chubba Hubbard and was like, hey, what the wife says, what she gets. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. It's pretty awesome.
0: Uh, yeah. But they, they killed it. I mean, when you look at those first five picks with Horn, Marshall, Christian, uh, Christensen, Tremble, and Hubbard, yeah. that right there is an A. Like, a- alone. And then they grabbed – what, one, two, three more defensive players. Two yeah. D tackles and a, and a corner. Yeah. It, it, it was an amazing draft for Carolina. Um, I'm just realizing a lot of these teams have, like, the grade A. They do. I, I think everybody drafted. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, a couple of teams, I'll, I'll tell you here in a little bit. I don't think they did as well. That's what people think. But um, You know what?
1: I think so. Sh- the, the Chicago Bears, we're going to talk about next, got an A. And I... From what I've been hearing, I think this Justin Fields pick is a waste of a pick because I think from what I heard, Andy Dalton was signed or traded for to get a—he was promised a starting job. Uh, There are no promises in the NFL. I don't know. There are no
0: promises in the NFL. Um, the Bears did get an A. I think they should have got a B+. Plus. Um, And I know that's not far off and it's being nitpicky, but they had seven picks. They traded up from 20 to 11 to get Justin Fields. Then they took Tevin Jenkins in the second round, which was a surprise. I didn't think he was going to fall to 39. And then they took my boy Khalil Herbert at 217, which I don't know how in the world he made it that far. I think that was an amazing pick a pair with David Montgomery in the backfield. And I, I was think, in the fourth round. I think those are just, I, I think those are great picks right there. The rest of them, whatever, nothing. It doesn't really matter. Um, everybody's pretty much just giving it an A cause they took fields. So that's just how it is. Bengals got B, got a B plus. Bengals got a B plus And, and I'll be honest with you. I guess a B plus is probably good. Um, they had a lot of picks. They had a lot of picks. Yeah, there are a lot of people that are really mad because they didn't took so- they didn't take Sewell with the first pick. They took Jamar Chase.
1: Yep, bro. and I hope you like sitting out, dude.
0: No, they, here's the thing. Right, is they have some decent linemen. Okay, they also took Clemson tackle Jackson Carman at 46. Okay, is he Sewell? No, can he do the job? Absolutely. And now that he Not has Key Higgins Sewell. and Jamar Chase. Where he's not going to have to hold the ball very long, right? You're, you're only going. You're not. You're not just depending on one guy to get open. What else was the Bengals? What What else were the Bengals missing? Uh, a team defense. Oh, they took two again. Of in my opinion, two of the best defensive ends in this draft: Joseph, Joseph Asai and Cameron Sample from Tulane.
1: And then took Tyler Shelvin after that. Exactly,
0: and they grabbed another tackle from East Carolina.
1: Dante, Dante Smith. Smith
0: kicker, another center they took from Georgia Trey Hill, a running back, and a defensive end. I think yeah. this was a good draft by the Bengals. And yeah. I and just keep this in mind. There are some other players, offensive tackles, right? Guards that are still sitting out there that don't have a job. When you want to look at maybe like Eric Fisher, left tackle, right? Charles Leno from the Bears. Just got dropped today. Um who else is out there? Uh Austin Raider. Mm. There's a there's a lot Osemile is out there. I mean, there are guys out there that they can go sign if they really need them.
1: Oh, my guy Kaliki.
0: Yeah. I mean there's there's a lot of players out there.
1: Uh, let's talk Parks. about the Browns.
0: They got an A. Oh. Yes, let And I, I don't know how. Um, they t- they took Greg Newsom at twenty six cornerback. Right. They of course have him. They have Denzel Ward. They have Greedy Williams. Right. The little concern with Denzel Ward's health. That's fine. Um, they also got JOK <laughs> at fifty two. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed a linebacker. We had. Him going to Cleveland at like 26. Apparently, he had a health issue that scared a lot of teams off with his heart. Um, that caused him to fall. So, JOK, they traded up, took him. I think it was a great move because he got cleared then as well, but it was enough to scare teams off to not take him in round one. So, I think they got a steal with him. But everybody after that, I mean, maybe offensive tackle, James Hudson from Cincinnati, great, but. The rest of it, I'm not in love with, you know. Um, So I don't know if they should have got an A, to be honest with you.
1: Next, we got the Dallas Cowboys, who also got an A.
0: And they have 600 linebackers. They decided they're not going to give the 50-year option to Leighton Van Der Esch, but they did take Micah Parsons. They got corner Mm -hmm. Kelvin Joseph. Great pick from Kentucky, because they needed a corner. Um, They grabbed linebacker Jabril Cox from LSU at 115. And of course, I mentioned earlier, Keanu Neal has been switched from safety to linebacker. So they have a whole team, really, really worth of linebackers. Um, and then some other picks in between, you know, just uh, some defensive players, tackles, ends, another corner at Oregon State, Nation Wright, um, another corner uh, in late, late, late rounds, South Carolina QB Israel Mukuwami. Uh, nothing that really jumps off the board with me here, though. Yeah. I mean, I think that Dan Quinn defense there is going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, this next next team, though, no, the Broncos, got, got, a got a B B+. Plus. Plus. I think they should have got an A. I don't
1: know. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm not a fan that they took Sertain at 9. And I think that's honestly what hurt that overall. I, I think so, too. I mean, because they could have taken Justin Fields. They yeah. could have taken Matt Jones. they should have. And they could have taken Micah Parsons. There were so many options, and they took Sertain, but... I don't know if they really needed one that high, and that's the big problem. But they also got Javante Williams in the second round, which is better than Melvin Gordon, in my opinion.
1: You're you're
0: at Javante Williams. Exactly. They also got guard Quinn Miners from Wisconsin. I think he's an absolute beast.
1: Yeah, linebacker, Um,
0: two safeties. Baron Browning, by the way, linebacker, Ohio State, going to be great. Two Uh, safeties. Jamar Johnson from Indiana at 164 is a massive steal. Uh He should have went in the second round like 50s, mm. and he went to 164. Ridiculous. I definitely think they, and that was the big thing. Their day one grade was a B. Day two was an A+, plus, day three was an A-, minus. so they're literally saying Certain was a B. I I just don't get that.
1: They should have had an A. I think that high Certain, uh wasn't like a B. It's because I think, as, well, as I said earlier, I think taking Certain at nine hurt their overall. It did, but you know what? Who cares what the rating is mm. when
0: you're getting a player like that? I mean, it's like Madden. It is. <laughs> uh, the Lions uh, got a B plus, and it was fine. I mean, they're they're they took Sewell at number seven, right? Which I, I, don't, I think
1: I don't think that hurt their overall.
0: No, that gave them an A plus. I mean, they took the best lineman in the draft according yeah. to most people. I mean, me personally, I think it was Rashawn Slater was the best in the draft, but Sewell, absolute monster, not even. Close to where his peak is because he's he's young and he's a little raw yet, but he's so strong and so talented. I think that's perfect. Um, their picks after their day two grade was a C plus, and I believe it. Um, they really didn't grab anybody else. Like I liked I liked the corner from Syracuse um, that they took at one hundred one. I thought I think he's a really good corner. They also took Amon, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, USC wide receiver, which has a lot of speed, a lot of um, just flexibility at the wide receiver position. That'll be good for Jared Goff.
1: Um, oh, great. Now everyone's going to talk, start talking about, oh, he's the next Tyreek Hill. Nah, not quite. Um, so everyone but says I, about every fast receiver in the NFL. Exactly.
0: But that's the thing, right? Like, it was a so-so draft. It, yeah, was, it, was, a, it was all right. It was fine. Uh, Packers got an A. No matter what Aaron Rodgers thinks, um, they took Eric Stokes, corner, Georgia, in the first round. They took a center, funnily, and then they
1: took. Finally enough, they took Amari Rodgers. They took a Rodgers wide from receiver, <laughs> a Rodgers wide receiver from Clemson.
0: And honestly, then they took a, a lot of people that I never really looked at.
1: I don't know. They got first day A, second day A minus, and third yeah, day. A. I
0: think they were all good picks, but you know, once you start getting down there, I didn't. I didn't dive into all the tape. <laughs> oh gosh! I just Texans. So, Texans have a C. The Texans are a dumpster fire. Um, everybody knows what's going on there, right? Yeah. With all the players leaving, the whole Deshaun fiasco going on. So their first pick at sixty-seven was Stanford QB Davis Mills. Like, I, actually what do you, I don't think that was a D. I do. Was it? Yes. They need a QB. They do. And you know what? Go get anybody else, a veteran that is out there sitting waiting for a job. Then Davis Mills then Davis Mills, yes. Is that bad? He's not that bad, but you want to take him with your first pick at 67 when all those other amazing known players that can contribute day
1: one. Well, yeah, but they wanted they needed a QB, so they were just getting that assurance because there's because I I don't want to draft someone who's been in the league for like 14 years. I don't care if they're a veteran or not. You know
0: what? At this point though, you're better off with that. And you wait till you have a first round pick, and you can get somebody you know is gonna pan out. I remember seeing it was just a garbage draft. Honestly, they took a wide receiver and then a tight end. Brevin Jordan was probably their best pick, and he was at one forty seven.
1: Yeah, it said day day one D, day two B plus, day three B plus. Yeah, it was garbage. So uh, the Colts uh, got a B plus. Yeah, it should have been lower than that.
0: What should have been a B minus. No way. I like the quid pay pick at twenty one.
1: I like the Mayo Picket too. Eh,
0: eh. I don't know. And it took a tight end, Sam Ellinger. I like that as a backup. He's a work in progress. Yeah. But I I, I like him a little more than some people do. That kid's got a lot of heart. I like him.
1: The Jags. Um, it they was just nailed out. this thing. Yeah,
0: I just don't think it was a B plus.
1: Yeah. Jags got an A minus. I like how everyone is ripping into the Jaguars for taking Travis Etienne.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? Is that's not who they wanted at 25. They wanted Kadarius Tony, and he got taken. So they took who they thought was best on their board after that, and it just happened to be a running back.
1: So um, they should have they should have taken a lineman.
0: They should have traded back. To be honest with you, they should have taken got JOK and helped out their picks. linebacking
1: core. Yeah,
0: yeah, but again, because of the health shock, nobody knew. At that point, you know what I mean? Like, they were like, nah, let's not go that high and, and take somebody that could potentially not play for us. So, I get it. I mean, and, and honestly, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to benefit from having James Robinson and ETN. Yeah. He's going to benefit from that. So, that's really to help him out. Um, they grab Tyson Campbell at 33 corner, stud. Walker, Walker Little.
1: Little I have great
0: pickup. All right. Andre Cisco from Syracuse. Great pickup. They did. They had a great, a great draft. Urban Meyer had a great draft for his uh, hey, Luke first year. next.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, A minus. <laughs>
0: let's let's talk about the Raiders. Got a, um, they got a
1: B, not even a B plus or a B. They got a B. They just took Leatherwood at seventeen.
0: B. They took Mooring at forty three, and then it just went
1: downhill from there. Like Raiders fashion.
0: Yeah, they're they're not. It doesn't seem like they're very good at drafting these days.
1: And when were they ever? Yeah,
0: uh, Chargers A. They got an A, and I I, love I agree with it. This draft, They took Rashawn Slater to protect Herbie. Then Asante Samuel Jr. at 47.
1: Josh Palmer, wide receiver out of Tennessee.
0: Very, very nice pickup right there with Palmer. Uh, Then a tight end from Georgia, Trey McKitty. McKitty. Uh, Defensive end, a guard, a linebacker, a running back, and a safety. Chris Rumpf, the second. They took two guys from Georgia, so I like it. It's pretty awesome. The other Los Angeles team also got an A. It took two two at fifty seven because they didn't have a first rounder. Two two Atwell. Two two Atwell. So they got another wide receiver from my boy Matty Stafford. Um, and yeah, Jake Funk. Jake Funk,
1: Maryland running back.
0: <laughs> I, I guess this was a good pick for a, a good draft for what they needed. A lot of these names, honestly, like like I said, they didn't have a lot of high picks. All their all picks, but one were at number hundred or over. So they didn't have a lot of high picks, but that's but fine. Miami.
1: Dolphins. Miami killing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm really excited to see what Miami does next season.
0: I mean, they got Jalen Waddle.
1: Waddle and Jalen Phillips. In the first Jay- rounds.
0: Yeah, and then they got safety Javon Holland at 36, which is an unbelievable pickup for them. And then even
1: better, Liam Eikenberg.
0: Eichenberg at 42 to protect Tua. So they didn't have to take a tackle in the first round to get an absolute stud that's going to play for them day one. Yeah. Then they got Hunter Long, tight end from Boston College at 81. Massive pickup uh, to, to, to pair up with Gusecki, Uh to, to really, you know, run that 12 personnel, that, that double tight end for Tua to help him be successful. I, I, just, I, I think they're building this thing perfectly there in Miami, and I can't wait to see what they do.
1: Then the Minnesota Vikings, they got an A.
0: Yeah, and I think they had a pretty good draft. I mean, with taking Darislaw at 23, a big tackle, right? Then- Their second pick was... Uh, Kellen Mond. a
1: little bit of a shocker.
0: No, it's a good, it's a good option. I mean, I I thought he was going to go a little bit later, like third round, but like later third round, I should say. Um, but I think it's good. I think it's a a good, I don't want to say challenge for Kirk because it's really no competition for Kirk, but I think it's nice to have that in the building. Uh, he's a talented young kid. Um, they also got Chaz Surratt linebacker, Wyatt Davis guard. um, Picked up a lot of other good people uh, within this draft. Vikings had a really good draft. Uh, Patriots made made some made some noise here, and they didn't even have to do anything. Of course, they got Mac Jones in the first. Yeah. Uh, Christian Barmore and Ronnie Perkins, which defensive tackle, defensive end. That alone, those three picks, I think,
1: gives them an A. Then the running back with the longest name in NFL history,
0: Ramondre Stevenson, out of Oklahoma. They took two Oklahoma players back to back, Perkins and Stevenson. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. In uh, the but Saints, they had a great pick. I think that AFC East is going to be ridiculous
1: yeah. this year. Then you're then you're going to be happy to hear the Saints got a B minus.
0: They should have got a C, and that's not my Falcons hatred. That is, they took Peyton Turner at twenty eight, which was absolutely stupid. Um, then they took Pete Warner, linebacker at Ohio State. I take it on the earners. I don't know. Uh, Paulson Adibo, I think, was actually a good pick. Stanford corner.
1: Notre Dame um, QB,
0: Ian Book. Ian Book, yep, which is fine. I mean, not a big deal. But I like I don't know how that's a B minus. Like Peyton Turner, they got a C for.
1: Yeah.
0: For Warner and a they got an A minus. Which, yeah, it's two needs, right? That's fine. And then they got a B on D three.
1: And then the New York Giants. I don't even see how that is. New York whatever. Giants got an A. Within the first day, they took wide receiver out of Florida, Kadarius Tony, and then the second day they took your guy, Aziz Ojulari.
0: Aaron Robinson was another good pick, corner. Yeah, seventy-one. I think that was a great, great. Uh, those top three, I think, is what gave them the A. Yo, all right. Next, how did the Jets get a B?
1: I know, sir. That's what I was thinking. The
0: Jets should have an A. The they first... took Zach Wilson number two
1: and Elijah Tucker in the same round.
0: Then they get wide receiver Elijah Moore, North Carolina running back Michael Carter. Auburn safety Jamie and Sherwood. They got another safety named Michael Carter. Uh, they got Florida safety Hamza Nasruldeen, which is an absolute ball hawk stud. At 186, Sorry, he's the guy with
1: the weirdest name in the draft.
0: But like, I don't know how
1: they got a B plus in day one.
0: Yeah, an A minus day two and a C on day three. I don't really care what the day three is because those players are going to be practice squad or not even make it. Whatever.
1: I'm also I'm they got also an, an A in this draft. I'm also saying though that this team is going to be good next year with like all the free the free agency pickups and whatnot.
0: I think so. I think the Jets. Are, that's what I mean between the Jets, the Patriots, and the Dolphins, and the Bills, and the Bills. I, it,
1: it, that it's division. It's the, it's that division complete,
0: is probably going to be the best division in football.
1: It's the complete opposite of the other East. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other East, they're horrible and whatnot. This this whole entire this. AFC East is like Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: I mean the the Eagles got an A. They of course took Devonte Smith. They got Landon Dickerson. So two Bama guys, right? Lineman, wide receiver, and then their their next really big one, in my opinion, was Memphis running back Kenneth Gainwell at one fifty. Mm. I think those were great picks, and and they of course moved up right to number ten. They traded with Dallas to get Devonte Smith. That was a sweet move because they got a steal from it. Yeah. With Devontae Smith at 10. I think it was great. Yeah. The Steelers got an A. I, I'm not really sure how.
1: I hate the Steelers because they took both of my guys. They, they took, took my guy in G. Harris and my guy Pat Ferenwith.
0: Yeah, at 24 or 55. Then they took Kendrick Green. Uh, center. For, uh, center, even though he was a guard at Illinois. So um, That's good, though. Yeah, I mean, it is good. And, and I, I guess maybe that's why they got the A. Um, the pick of Quincy Roche out of Miami at 216 was a good pick, but I would say probably a B plus or a B in my um, opinion.
1: I, mean, I was I was about to call the Steelers an idiot, but then I had to actually fact check myself because I just, I realized that Creed Humphrey went before they picked. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, well, they're idiots. They should have just taken Creed Humphrey. But then I'm like, oh wait, okay. They picked like 20, they picked 20 picks before the Steelers did. Yeah. The, uh, the Niners got B plus, which
0: I don't understand that either. They took yeah. Trey Lance. I think that was the best possible option for them. Yeah. Then they took Trey Sermon at 88. Uh, they took a guard, by the way, from Notre Dame Aaron Brooks at 48. That's fine. A corner, a tackle, a corner, a safety, and another running back. I just don't know how that gives you a B plus.
1: Yeah, they got an A the first day, a B the second day, and B, B plus the third. Yeah, it's just weird. The Seahawks literally got a B with three picks. I'm just going to skip them, because that was garbage. Ryan um, Askridge, Trey Brown, and Stone, fourth assist. Yeah, so the
0: Bucks got an A-, minus. they took Joe Tryon at 32. Kyle Trask. Yep, at 64. Um, That's The next good pick they had, I think, was uh, Jalen Darden. Very shifty slot guy. Um, kind of like Scotty Miller, to be honest with you. Whoa. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. It was a good draft. I mean, they don't really need a lot. They Personal had everybody draft. come. They they had everybody come back. You know what I mean. So now they're just adding for fun. Um, the tryon pick was the best one, to be honest with you.
1: Tennessee Titans. B plus. B plus.
0: I like their draft too. Caleb with Farley. Yeah, with getting Farley, Dylan Reduns, um offensive tackle. Monty then they Rice. got Elijah Molden, which I loved. Um safety. They haven't marked as a corner at a hundred.
1: Des Fitzpatrick, lose, uh Louisville, wide uh, receiver. Rashad
0: Weaver at defensive end at 135 was awesome.
1: Any any player with the last name, Fitzpatrick, is a good player.
0: <laughs> so that was that was a good draft. Uh Washington got a B plus and Final team.
1: I think yeah, all
0: right. I, I think it was a B plus to an A minus, I'd say. They took Jamin Davis and at nineteen. Oscar. They got Cosme at tackle. They took Benjamin St. Juice, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and they took Di- uh dynamic Brown from North Carolina, wide receiver. So they got a wide receiver, corner tackle linebacker. They spread the love everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, that was just a good draft. That was a good draft for every team. Aside yeah. from the Texans. I mean, it was pretty crazy to be honest with you. Um, any other team you want to talk about? I mean, I know we walked through, I don't even know if it was everybody, but it sure seemed like it. Um,
1: I don't know. I think that's it. I think we did.
0: Oh, well. I think so. I think so. If, if we missed a team... Contact us on Twitter. Yeah, or I really don't think we missed a team, but...
1: uh didn't, aside from the Falcons, but we already talked about that. Yeah, I
0: mean, it was it was a really good draft, honestly, for a lot of these teams. They got a lot better. There's a lot of players sitting out there yet. You know, I was trying to look.
1: Yeah, there are um, a lot of teams now that are, like, signing undrafted people.
0: Honestly, all the undrafted free agents are all signed. Atlanta signed a slew of them. Uh, Atlanta which, signed another QB. Yeah, they signed... Um, well, they did sign A.J. McCarron. Yeah. Um, and then they got an undrafted uh, quarterback as well. But if you
1: look at... Chiefs got Jarek McKinnon.
0: Yeah, which I think was a great pick. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the players that are still available, right? As, free agency
1: or after the draft? Free agents. Oh, okay.
0: Like you look at Melvin Ingram. Oh. You look at Jarrell Casey. You look at Quan Alexander. You look at Eric Fisher, Justin Houston,
1: Mitchell Schwartz,
0: um, Olivier Vernon, Casey Hayward, Charles Leno. Now, as of today, Richard Sherman's still sitting out there. I'm honestly surprised
1: New Orleans haven't signed him yet. KJ Wright. Yeah. Like Kenny Vaccaro. Like like I said, Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah, Mitchell Schwartz,
0: Everson Griffin, Devondre Campbell. Um, Todd Gurley's still out there. I mean, I, don't, I yeah, love Gurley. To say, I, honestly at all, I, can, I honestly
1: wouldn't sign him anyways.
0: Uh, Brian Poole. You want, um, you want Atlanta to sign him? I, I want him to come back, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah I, there's just, there's a lot of really good players sitting out there yet, and I think a lot of them it's going to be waiting until camp and injuries happen yeah. and that kind of stuff until that kind of stuff goes down. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a good draft, though.
1: It was a really good now draft.
0: Now we sit and wait, and we see what happens. We see how things play out.
1: And we wait for preseason to start. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, we wait for the season to start. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what.
0: Uh, it was fun waiting for the draft. It was fun watching the draft. It's always fun talking about the draft. It is. Now, I think before next episode, we're going to grab a division, and we're going to talk through... What we think the projected finishing?
1: Oh yeah, we need to do that. I forgot about that.
0: Yes, what their finishing record will be.
1: Yeah, so we based off like,
0: of all their choices. Um, of course, we don't know the schedules yet. Right, but we can have a good idea.
1: I thought like I thought like they came out like sometime.
0: What was the date? You just told me on Friday. Uh,
1: I think it is. It's May. I want to say May thirtieth uh may 12th may 12th okay may 12th
0: so we are may 12th at 8 p.m nine days away so let's do we'll do one more episode on something before then because let's wait for the schedule to come out
1: we should just do an episode on nfl facts we can
0: we can do something fun
1: yeah
0: uh and then we'll get into that once the schedule's out because then we can easily tie wins and losses together um awesome yeah cool well I hope everybody enjoyed the draft. Hopefully everybody is happy with the outcome and the players that their team has uh has picked up. Hopefully um, I know I am. I'm stoked. Of I'm course excited. you are. I'm excited. Did I mention they got Kyle Pitts at four? No. Okay, cool. They got Kyle Pitts at four. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick will. I'm gonna give a quick shout out is uh Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, uh number eight now for the Atlanta Falcons tight end, wide receiver, extraordinaire. No, um podcast I've been listening to. Three episodes in, Getting Real with Grady Jarrett.
1: I see it in three now.
0: Yep. Oh. Uh, Grady Jarrett, Kelsey Conway, co-host. Uh, episode one, they interviewed Ray Lewis, which was like Grady's uncle pretty much growing up. Taught yeah. him a lot. Trained with him. Trained him. Uh, second episode was with head coach from Clemson, Dabo Sweeney. And third episode, Dress Drop Today, with Grady's mom. Oh. how oh, cool. Um... Yeah, it just check it out though. It's really cool just to just to hear more about him and, and hear about him growing up and what he's made of and everything he's doing in his community and to really just to help people. Uh, I love it though. My favorite guy, ninety seven, Grady Jarrett. Gotta check it out. Is
1: he your favorite Falcon? Absolutely, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Him and I have a lot in common. I saw that like a few days ago. Um, whenever. Rich was doing his run-rich-run thing. Yeah. NFL legends doing it as well. Yeah, they we did. Saw Michael Vick ran like a 4-7-something. Yeah. Ray Lewis Patrick was... Mahomes
0: was like, that's faster than me now.
1: <laughs> that's not.
0: He's uh, it is pretty funny. He's still faster than a lot of QBs in the NFL today. Which is sad. Yeah. Now, I mean... Matt Ryan, when he's just running, probably. But when that backfire happens from the lawnmower, (laughs) dude, he can go. There's smoke. It's running. There's smoke. Running. Uh, Anyway, uh, appreciate everybody listening here to the All Out Blitz podcast. Uh, Check us out. uh, On
1: any podcast.
0: Any podcast platform out there. Please share it with your friends. Leave comments. Leave ratings. I don't care. Hopefully you enjoy it. Follow us on
1: Twitter at All Out Blitz Pod.
0: And uh, if you didn't like it, uh, I guess just forget that you listened.
1: Yeah. You know? Still tell your friends and family about yeah,
0: it. Yeah. This is just father, son, having fun, talking football, talking life. It's all good. Yeah. Um so hopefully uh, you
1: enjoyed it though. Stay safe, stay healthy. And peace out. Peace.